And resentment's always good. In this startling film, you will see dopesters lure children to destruction. What? We're going over to Joe's place. Why don't you come along? Come on, we'll have some laughs. Can I go along with you? Sure. Hey, I'll see you at dinner, sis. You will meet <laughs> Bill, who once took pride in his strong will as he takes the first step toward enslavement. The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast. The podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R and SinceRightNow.com. With your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. He does a great job. Our announcer. He does. He's so consistent. consistent. Yes. yes. Nails it every time. Totally. He's sort of like our Don, Don Pardo. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He is. Our Carl Castle. Yeah. And that little radio opera that, you, that we had live in the studio... Before that was really, really good too. It was good. Yeah. Dopesters. Yeah. What's up, Dopesters? I love that. <laughs> Brought to you by an improv troupe, a sober improv troupe. Yes. That just popped by to the give you that on the air. College players. <laughs> Very nice. I think, oh. I think they got to the heart of getting hooked on marijuana and the and the dangers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're going over to smack houses and becoming enslaved. You're enslaved yeah. by the demon weed. Yeah. The devil's and lettuce. They're, and they're getting your children all high and shit. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Making bad decisions. <laughs> yep. That's awful. Eating too many cookies. Yeah. Oh, so uh, can I start around the horn? Yeah. yeah. You make the rules, well, well, here's why. I, we just work here. It's a democracy. It is. It is. Um, you know, we made since right now great again. That's right. Yes, we have. Um, and... Uh, so, just uh, when you said smoke, dope smoking, yeah. I, I texted these guys earlier this week. I woke up. I, oh, was yeah. It, like, must have been, was it yeah. Monday or Tuesday? I know. I was getting texted like at six in the morning. I'm like, who the fuck yeah, is texting I, me? I woke and up. And I had, and oh, it was I Chris. Was, I was already had been awake for a while. Yeah, I, I think it might have you been Monday the, morning. It yeah. was Monday morning. I woke up and I had had a dream. Yeah. I had a using dream for all of us. And I think I've mentioned this before. When I have using dreams, yeah. It's never alcohol. It's never Coke. It's never uh, X. It's never mush. It's never mushrooms. It's never like all my favorite shit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pot always. Yeah, it's always smoking weed. It's interesting. And uh, but we were all just hanging out, pulling big old bong loads <laughs> and uh, ripping tubes in a car. Or? No, we were. Like, I don't know where we were, huh. but we were just chilling and. Uh, And then uh, it was just such a mundane dream. It was it was very just no big. Yeah. And then we like were going somewhere and we couldn't find our car. <laughs> and that was so we're walking around a parking lot, yeah, just super high looking for our car. Dude, we lost that, our car. That happens yeah. a lot. It was lot, so right? just like nothing. It was like a where I had woke up. I'm like, what? Did we? No. Did it feel real? Yeah, kind for of that that moment, where you're like, wait a minute. But I never wake up and like, oh man, I would love to do, smoke some weed. Yeah, I ne- it's no. never that. It's yeah. just, no, no, no. It's what happened in the dream. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I was just it's like, just, eh, that was weird. No <laughs> subtext, yeah. just text. Um, so you dream in like uh, that's late '90s Ashton Kutcher vehicle yeah. form. <laughs> that's that's funny. 
So, I, I used to do that a lot. I used, every time I would get high, I had to. People would have to find all the stuff, like my wallet, my keys, mm. my sunglasses, to go anywhere. It was everyone had to babysit my stuff. Yeah, because I invariably could never find anything. When when, when I, I was high, I lost shit all the time. Yeah, and you know. I was a habitual daily, yeah, like brain soaked in THC weed smoker for over ten years. And right. When I quit, yeah. I felt like I had fucking ESP. Like everything was <laughs> where I left it. Yeah, it was magical. Like, right, like where are my keys? Right in my pocket where I put them. That's funny. Amazing. Yeah, hey, everybody in the chat room. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's, chat's off, off and running. Yeah. Everybody's smoking weed in their dream. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So that was so your around the horn. Off. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that that was that's sort of uh, my my main th- around the horn thing I got was just that dream was yeah. just it was just such a trip. Just yeah. Um, you texted us right away. Smoke. Yeah. I woke up and I'm just like I had a using dream for all of us. We were all smoking weed. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's uh, really the only. <laughs> Super big news! I got that was that so I using dream. dream. That's right. a sign of a good um, life. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Feeling pretty good. I, um, I uh, so tonight at the meeting, I'll share this as our, our my little around the horn. We had a guy there, kid, who I had seen there last week, but he came in and he plugged his phone in, sat in my seat. So I was Uh-oh. like, well, I don't know what, you know. I, so I handled that. So you have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. handled that. I was yeah. like, jeez. Dude. But so anyways. Jeff took out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the phone. He's on his phone. And he, the meeting started and he's kind of acting high. Yeah. Like he's kind of acting disruptive. And he's, he's talking to someone on his phone and we're all kind of looking at him. And he's kind of being loud in a very quiet meeting. And he's just a young kid. And then. Finally figures out what's going on. He gets up and leaves and is on his phone, comes back, gets up and leaves on his phone. And as the meeting goes on, this kind of happens three or four times. And then ultimately he's talking to someone on his phone as someone's sharing about 15 minutes left in the meeting. And this guy who's sharing stops and says, dude, what are you doing? He's like standing up there. He's like, oh, I'm talking to my ride. And I got to go. And then he turns to the the guy wants to get his slip signed yeah and so i don't know if you know what slip sign is but people get from courts get right. told and so you got have to get a slip sign yeah. and and most clubs like this club won't it says on the front door we don't sign slips and it's yeah. kind of up to the individual chairman of a meeting right. if they sign so most people will how does that work like what <clears throat> constitutes who's is it just anyone can sign the slip and thereby validated because that begs to be forged i agree I've never quite understood that yeah. process either, but I know people come to get their to slip get their slip signed, yeah. and so there the there must be some something where you don't want to f- no you no, don't want to no fucking there's no, forge it. And and sometimes in some meetings they'll say, "Hey, wait till the end of the meeting and wait till the end of the meeting slips up and I'll yep. sign them all." Yeah, you know. And this guy was fifteen minutes. So anyway, the guy was like, "I'll I'll sign it if you wait." And the kid was just you could almost tell like he was heartbroken, high. Yeah. trying to leave just like just not into it just had to get yeah. a sip. but it was just one of those moments where i was like my heart i'm just like ah oh, so bummed out that there's this kid who's active right now yeah can't get his fucking slips on can't get his shit together can't get you know disrupting the meeting like oh whatever so the chairman chased him down and went and talked to him which was good but and I was, it probably i mean ultimately did you a little service yeah right by yeah. being uh a little bit of a hot mess. Yeah, a little hot mess. Reminding you. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, that's what it looks like. Yep. This thing that we're all trying to yeah. 
create a facsimile of and yeah. describe. There you go. That's there you exhibit go. A. And somebody there to get a slip sign doesn't want to be there. Usually. Uh, generally. Yeah. I mean, if he's on the phone, he doesn't want to be there. No, no. He wants to be on Some, phone. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. You know Charles. Yeah, I do. Charles was, and was he, he was charge? a guy. He he is in charge, man. But he's been there for 18 years, and he came and getting his slip, slip sign. Cause, yeah. And I was his first sponsor. And I can remember grabbing him the first day, and he was didn't want to be there. Yeah. But he kept coming back. Mm. So the one thing about that is, is it keeps you, you got to keep coming mm. to get your slip sign. So... I think I think some people find you know at some point it kind of crosses over like wait this is working yeah and they keep coming and I'm not getting my slip side right but yeah this I don't know if this kid was ready it just was a heartbreaker I mean very I think very few people who go to a meeting the first time are there uh, at their own urging yes or on their own volition you yeah know? I mean, yeah whether yeah it's yeah. a court forcing you to go or yeah. a loved one or yeah. somebody yes I mean very few people have the presence of mind to say. I should go to Alcoholics Anonymous. I have an alcohol problem. That's right. Um, I agree. Yeah, we, I I came in two years before I quit drinking, and I wasn't there. I was there just to yeah, you know, you're there to hide out, yeah. get the heat off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I would be there just to say to you know some proof that I was trying to do something. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I went to some meetings with you where I was like, all right, well, I'm here. Right? <laughs> I'm doing something. Yeah, this looks good. <laughs> So anyway, so that was yeah, that was kind of a a little bummer to see, but it was good. Yeah. Oh, Ron's talking about Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert. Yes, yes, he's a big program guy, big yeah. AA guy. And it's I, funny, I was him. just listening to uh, on Conan O'Brien's new podcast. He had Kristen Bell, Dax's yeah. wife, and they were talking about Dax's podcast. Yeah, and how she basically got him a big lazy boy. And he put it in his office, and he sits in this big lazy boy, and yeah. you come into his office to yeah. get interviewed. Yeah, and uh, and how in his office he has a bathroom, but there's no door on it because he thinks that's funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's talking about having Katie Couric in there, and she's like, "There's no door. I, there's no door on this. I'm not going in." Yeah, yeah. you probably anyway, wouldn't go pee in a bathroom. Pretty, he's a pretty. I I heard about Pete Holmes's podcast, yeah. uh, and he's a he's a pretty engaging guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a like smart. Dex. He's yeah. a smart dude. Um, but hey, I want to take, to take this moment though, since we did d- d- divert into the chat room, which all listeners should know, there's always like a second show behind the show going on in the chat yeah. room uh, with some regulars, but it sort of changes, shifts from week to week. I feel like, and and forgive me, uh, we have some new people in there. I don't want to call anybody out, but if you're new and want to be shouted out, let me know. Um, but uh, as usual, it looks like we got Ron, the mayor. Of Chat Town, I think Lynn's been just dubbed. Or you dubbed the wise one. Yeah, um, I like that. And uh, some other regulars, Maggie D. Uh, I, I'm not going to call it everybody. Yeah. It's, ben from Portland. Somebody, so I apologize. We I started, see you. We but see I, you. I do have to call it Ron because he's the mayor of Chat Town. True. Okay, he's the um, mayor of Chat Town. He earned that title. Yeah, <laughs> in an election um, of some sort, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. So, all right. Um, cool. So that was my round the horn. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What um, about you? Mr. Clark. Everything's, you know, steady as she goes. Good. Steady as she goes. You're reading a thing. Yeah, I was so... so this is kind of interesting. I, you know, I'm a big reader, and uh, I, so I saw a trailer for that movie, Beautiful Boy, and I, the trailer affected me, and I told myself I would never see that movie because I don't like to feel shit. Yeah. And uh, um, in any case, so I... I had the same I reaction. looked up the book that it was kind of based on, which is by a guy named Nick Sheff, mm. and it's called Tweak, and it was a bestseller mm. um, maybe mm-hmm. five, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked it up, 
and started reading it. Uh, and I don't generally read recovery memoirs, um, but it's good. It's really good. But wait, didn't his dad wrote a book and he wrote a book? Correct. And Beautiful Boy, I thought was his dad's book. Yes. And Tweak was his book. His book. Yeah, Nick, who's the son, who, you know, I, yeah. it's probably around our age, yeah. a little younger. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and it talks about his sort of travels and travails and ups and downs. And, you know, it's, it's typical of recovery yeah. memoirs in that there are very high highs and very low mm. lows. And, uh, and you're just waiting for the, the train wreck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so his lows were really, really low, and he's a very privileged guy. His highs were very, very high. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's atypical of me to read that kind of thing, and, yeah. I, and I'm yeah. finding myself enjoying it. Hmm. I'm finding myself uh, identifying. Had you ever read? Because because we have interviewed lots of people who've written recovery yeah. memoirs, and so I read. I was into it for a while. <clears throat> like I so read everyone's. I, yeah, I mean, I, you were too. And then well, we, yeah, we would flip through and <clears throat> in in early recovery, I very much was. Yeah, you know, dry. Drinking mm-hmm. a million little pieces, memoir, not memoir, uh, you know, and and you know, a handful of others, mm-hmm. and then got back into it a little bit when we were doing this. But now I'm just sort of like, you know, I, I, I kudos to people for to, for writing them, but mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily want to read them anymore. Yeah, and and yeah. yeah, and I, you know, reading is such an integral part of my escapism, mm-hmm. and a you know, right. that's my safe place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, I like my escapism really escapey. Me too. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but but I but I'm I'm enjoying it. Kind of surprising myself. So when you said dry. That's Augustine Burroughs, right? Yes, it is. Yes. I believe. Yeah, which yeah. is almost a comedic right take. Yeah. You know. Um, so anyway, I enjoy it, um, and uh, I will cool. not see Beautiful Boy. But yeah, here we go. A lot of people saying that the trailer made their face wet as well. Um, yeah. It's just it's just heavy duty stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I agree. I saw I saw the trailer. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to see that. Yeah, I don't need to see that. But uh, yeah, I'd be interested in the story behind. I think I read a magazine article on the story behind it. Yeah, yeah. Just those. I, I mentioned those memoirs and everything. That's funny. I'm reading Jeff Tweedy's memoir. Who I think I'm not to the part where he gets hooked on whatever Jeff Tweedy gets hooked on. Pain pills. Pain pills. Yeah, yeah I haven't gotten to that. But I think there's some recovery and addiction stuff going on. That's going to happen. Oh. Uh, the tweed? Yeah, the, the on tweed. the tweeds. He was, he yeah. was my neighbor when I lived in Old Irving Park neighborhood in Chicago. Really? And just always seemed like a cool dad. Mm. Yeah. I always see him out with the baby carriage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just being know, a cool dad. He seems like a cool smoking dad. Smoking a cig. Yeah. Because the baby doesn't know. You know? <laughs> no. Hanging out, pork pie hat, some <laughs> yeah. sweet Elvis Costello glasses, just being a cool rock star dad. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with that. That is cool. All right. So that's about it. So this is good. We go around. Chris talks about a dream. Jeff talks about a meeting. Yep. I talk about a book. Yeah. It's no, perfect. Life is life must be pretty uh, yeah. straight and narrow. Yeah. Chris, mm-hmm. we're going to a party in a couple nights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going yeah, to Do you need you guys need the holiday party speech or you feel like you guys got this figured out? Yeah, pretty good. They better have well being, but other than that, they yeah. better. Um, and would they have the coffee? They won't. Yeah. I don't know if I'll have a coffee. I don't, that, for me, that might be a heavy session beer. Yeah. I, I like my, uh, I like my uh, heavenly body. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Uh, it's only sixty-eight calories, Chris. I can't. I, I'm like a two NA guy. Yeah. You know, I yeah. can't. I can't. Jeff, you can rage. I know. You are. A, you're almost a non-alcoholic. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I think I have a problem have like with my non-alcoholic beer. Six, six of them. I know. And every time I drink, I'm like, 
fuck, this beer's awesome. Yeah. It is good. <laughs> I know. It is good. It's always um, surprising. I'm always delightfully surprised. <laughs> I'm, you know, we just heard Matt and I were coming over here tonight, and it was uh, NPR. And it was all about how, how do you get to be happy? You lower your expectations in life. Right. And it's such a big program thing. And it was what the, the talk was tonight yeah. in, the, in the program was talking about how you have to surrender. You know, the mm. spiritual growth in this program mm. is all about surrendering this control that you have. And I think it's just so black and tackle simple of how our modern society gives us so many choices that we have these incredibly high expectations of everything. Yeah. And we're all a bunch of miserable you know, whatever. Absolutely. And when you just don't have any, all of a sudden your life's like, oh. And you know, I never, I, I think discontent is so core yeah. to my being. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but not feeling like I am where I should be. Yeah. Mm. It's just like, that's groundwater. Like, that is how I've always lived my life. Yeah. Anytime I get something, I'm looking at what's next. Yeah. I always want more. I always want bigger, you know? Yeah. Um, Restless, irritable, and discontent is a thing. But I, and I've always told program. myself that's what drives me. Yeah. You know? Yes. Everything I write, yep. I, I want to write something better. It isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hate it immediately. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think I'm, I might be growing out of that a little bit. That's good. Yeah. It's interesting. In therapy today, my therapist and I come in, so how are we doing? How are you feeling? And I'm, I'm like, you know, pretty good. I'm like, I'm <laughs> actually, I said, I said, I'm okay. Yeah. I said, I'm okay. Yeah. And I said, in, in the, in the positive sense, I'm, like, I'm okay. You know, and, and, you know, I've said this before on the podcast, the feeling I chase, mm-hmm. if I was chasing, I don't, I don't really chase it. The feeling I, I, I sort of treasure and I, ho- I hold as the best state of being that I've ever experienced is contentment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not happiness. Mm-hmm. Necessarily. Not joy. Not like ecstasy. I just mm-hmm. just contentment. Just being okay. Yeah. Is just such a great place to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Every, yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's just okay. Yeah. It's good. You yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um Do you realize that? Do you feel I mean you like, obviously have well, I, when I experienced that, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it yeah. was about a year after I got sober, right? And and You're like, what is this? I had no, I didn't know what I was feeling. Yeah. Um, I think you know all the sort of neurochemistry and and just altered states had sort of balanced out and leveled out, and there were no high highs or low lows, and it was just mm-hmm. this state of being where I was like, wow, this is. This is good. You know, yeah. this is all, what is this? And I realized, you know, I had to put a name to it. And I realized it was contentment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't have any money. I was broke and didn't have, really have a job. I was just freelancing and screen, scrapping to get, scrounging together money and stuff. But, uh, <clears throat> and, but it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's why I told, you know, I, I sort of told that. I think I told them before, but I sort of re- reiterated that. And, uh, yeah, contentment's just the shit the you know when you're okay with what you have when you have it where you you know yeah where, where you, are. you have it and yep mm-hmm. yeah it's a, it's a hard place to get to and and it's just, yeah society doesn't help and nothing you know no social media the, the way that society works that's not helping you be content yeah but you know what do you I, think? I don't i don't think I, I'm the. One I don't blame. I realize I don't blame. Happen. Yeah, is it you? Yeah, just it's just, just you. how you're wired, it's right? Just you. Yeah. I mean, things. As much as we think things change, there's always going to be an iteration. I was just reading something about screen time because 
we're not radically on opposite sides, my wife and I, but like, you know, I'm my definitely, I'm, thank you. My wife. I'm not like a, oh shit, screen time is going to fuck up our kid. Yeah. I'm just not, I don't, I don't worry about it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I found this article just by chance. It's like, there was a huge, when pinball machines came out, there was an equally huge hysteria <laughs> over like this thing that was destroying our children yeah and just like you know like the pinball scourge yeah and then like, t- was tommy came out destroy society right. and i'm oh. just like yeah it's okay <laughs> there's always you gonna know? be something like, and there'll be a vr scourge and there'll be right. a whatever and you know that's I, funny uh, i i contentment you know right. when i can sit with myself mm. And be o- sit still, mm-hmm. and be okay. Yeah, that that is nirvana to me yeah. because I'm uh, myself and I are yeah. terrible bedfellows. You know, like yeah, to quiet my head mm-hmm. and be able to sit still. I, I can't. I, I have a hard time sitting still. Do you? I always Absolutely. feel like I have to be doing something. I have to be doing something, and I mm-hmm. have a really hard time doing things for myself. Are you in a suit? Yeah. No. Just oh, just uh, okay. I just couldn't tell for a minute in the, no. in the light. Good. You look like you're in a suit. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh, you do look. Matt looks good tonight, <laughs> oh, you guys. Were you interviewing for another podcast? Yeah. yeah I think <laughs> you got an interview. Well. Right. It went pretty well. I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, no, you know, I'm, I'm that guy. Um, but uh, that's what I'm talking about right now with my shrink, yeah. who called in sick on me tonight. Oh, mm. the nerve. Yeah. It's that's bullshit. Sick. Go get a flu shot, dude. Exactly. But um. Yeah, we're supposed to go tonight. But anyway, yeah, like I had a few hours to myself on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Micah like sent me out of the house. And my kids were, she's like, the kids are great. I'm great. Get out of here. Yeah, go do and, something. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know what the hell to do with myself. Wow. I went to a meeting. Yeah, that's and good. got my hair cut. And, uh, and I was like, what else? And, the, you know, the whole time I was preoccupied. Yeah. Like, hey, is everybody good at home? Yeah. Does anybody need anything? Mm-hmm. What could I do for that? You know, I mm-hmm. was it, it was funny. We talked about the 11th step tonight at the meeting and it, the two, three and three and 11, the God steps. And, you know, it kind of makes you check in on your program. And those moments are you are, how's your life staying in the present? How am I doing staying in the present and not being preoccupied mm-hmm. and just churning thoughts all the time, yep. getting up every day and just, Churning, 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 churning of where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing, worrying about this, worrying about that. And it can just go on autopilot. It's just an mm-hmm. habitual mind fuck. And, you know, when you have these those meetings that talk about the 11 step and meditation and just you kind of have this check in moment of how am I doing right now with mm-hmm. the ability to stop that once a day, twice, you know, just that's exact thing of being present or slowing that down or feeling contentment i yeah. guess right it's, it's and it really is that like that's what it comes out as you just feel present everything's okay mm-hmm. you stop thinking and feel kind of content yeah and that but and that's it's work but it's i think that's what it is right that's what we're all kind mm-hmm. of that's the promise of mm-hmm. it all right i get a little bit sometimes in the morning you know I get, I get up really early and i do it on purpose oh good just it, my to mom, have quiet. My mom meditates first thing in the morning. Right. She does readings and she sits quietly by herself. And she always said, um, "I want to get God in my head before I get there." Oh, that's, that's a Kathy right there. That's awesome. She's like, "Got to get God up there before I get there." Hmm. My thing is, I think maybe I'm trying to beat myself to my head too. You know, yeah, like because I I will genuinely feel um, just a calm, mm-hmm. um, peaceful. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I headphones on. I'll walk the dog. Yeah. Or I'll just go slowly. Yeah, yeah. I, I relish it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's good. Getting in bed and reading and waking up and taking my time are like the two high points of my day. That's good. I'm getting in the end, you know? Yeah. All right. I get yeah. excited. Um, so, uh, so what? Which sort of uh, all that sort of segues. Well, it, it segues, but it's also in direct opposition <laughs> to what, what I said. What I said when the guys came in. Let's, I, said, I got resentment. Ooh, I do too. And um, let's let's in, name, in let's a way name. though. And, and so but, the reason I, I also said I, I don't necessarily blame it on social media is because. The resentments I develop because I'm pretty much in isolation. I don't spend a lot of time around other people, and I tend to like enjoy being out amongst people um, in a in the anonymous way. Like I like going grocery shopping and going to Target and and doing stuff I got to do during the day out of the house. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's different. Those things are don't trigger my social anxiety at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy that, you know, talking mm-hmm. to the cashier and talking, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's sort of my socializing for the week is, <laughs> is you know, um, is like saying uh, paper, right? Instead of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I know what you're talking about, though. That but, anonymity. Yeah, and I, and I, I've always liked that. I've always liked when I can be out and be anonymous in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. just be a dude hanging out, but. uh but yeah, it's the the when I, it's particularly when I'm engaged in a way that I feel this is going to get tricky because it's it's I guess I deserve some respect okay. that I get I get my that's my ugly side which it's it's you can hear it's, it yeah. says it all right there that somehow yeah. I deserve respect yeah that my ugly, uglier. Mm-hmm behaviors come out you know yeah, it's, that's yeah. the way i was at the end at yeah. the agency where i was with you guys it's like yep. somehow i had earned the respect of i don't know who yeah you know yeah but, but um, you, and you were feeling disrespected and i was feeling disrespected yeah. so i'm in a which is a big thing a in our world yeah it is yep. a big thing. um and you know in some mm-hmm. ways i get that not necessarily that that it, it it's directly disrespecting me but when i see someone like in the recovery space behaving in a way that i think is disrespectful to the recovery space i get i'm like yeah who are these people to think that they can act like this yeah um and uh and so yeah that sort of triggers the less yeah benign aspects of my personality i suppose (laughs) um but uh there's an unnamed there are a bunch god everybody's make everybody's you know everybody's got a recovery podcast now everybody's making yep. a recovery documentary yep um and one of them uh and that shall remain unnamed but was, googleable no i'm kidding what but easy to google and find no, oh well <laughs> but they were looking specifically for people in the throes of doing hard drugs or harder drugs and this is their terminology yeah um like and then they list you know like opioids etc you know it's like okay and (laughs) but basically they but they don't and and so it just pissed me off i'm like so if you you know because we want to help help you and 
but you have you have to be talented and all this bullshit. Wait, what? They they, they they're trying to do a movie about a documentary about people. You, yeah. To glorify actively, actively addicted that are, aren't oh, achieving their dreams yeah. of being really good at something. Basically, like you know, they're like surfing, skate, you know, yeah. all this bullshit. No. And uh, wow, and I'm like, so that okay. sounds like a bad reality but, show. But, and I'm like, pitch, but, right? But well, so that's the other thing. But I'm just yeah. like, so basically, if, if someone's dependent on alcohol, they shouldn't apply, even though it's you know the alcohol, the the drug <laughs> most closely related. Yeah. to. I'm pissed off that you guys aren't looking for alcoholics, well, man. I drink hell? a fucking think about a day. I'm a badass surfer, skater. <laughs> but what what but that, what really rubs me the wrong way about yeah. that? It is also just they're going after a specific story that yeah isn't like al- being being an alcoholic isn't cool enough for their story. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They yeah. want they they're, they in the number of their person, like drugs. hard drugs, harder drug. You know, it's like oh we want people God. really fucked up, and you know it was going to be cool. Mo- you know, wow, and, which is just gross, it's gross, yes. and. Um, and uh, so I, so I call, call like the them. ultimate exploitation <laughs> film, right? And so nobody, I, yeah, it just feels tremendously exploit, exploitative, 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 yes, exploitative, exploitative. Let's call the whole thing off. But and so you know, of course, I had to tweet at them about that. And then you know, I'm look, and then I can't leave it. Then I have to like do research, and they're like one of one of the things is like by the producers of. This television show and that television show, yeah, and I'm like, and then it's also executive produced by a, a well-known celebrity, and I'm just like, uh, I'm like, you're you're, you're going after people. You're asking for very vulnerable people to participate yeah. in the, in this. The yeah. least you could do is show a modicum of, of the least bit of, of vulnerability by saying who you are. Yeah, exactly. you know what producer, what exact, what producers, who's the well-known celebrity, yeah. who's behind this? Yeah, asking for people that are only on hard drugs. Yeah, actively on hard drugs. <sighs> you find out to when participate. You call. So, and I was just like so incensed by it. Yeah, today and uh, that is crazy. But I, it just I pissed me off. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so that's, that was my, that was my big just like. And I think we can all get behind that resentment. What okay. can we yeah. do to ruin uh, this? <laughs> what can we do to subvert this idiocy? Well, nothing. I mean, Plus, honestly, anybody who's in the throes of serious yeah. addiction, no, but no. also super talented. Right. I mean, yeah, right. There's probably some aspiring actor out there who's like, yeah. "Well, this is it. Time to start shooting heroin. Yeah, yeah. Relapse. This is my big shot. Yeah. Oh, that's but, awful." You know, uh, yeah. So it, it's gross, and it's just yeah. like you know, su- submit here, and then I'm finding like they, they've posted it on Craigslist. They've like, wow. and it's just it's just gross. Yeah, and um, but and you know the funny part is it'll work and they'll get people. Right. Oh yeah. Of course they will. Yeah. Of course they. Whatever's will. happening. Casting call. Right. It'll happen. Ugh. That's awful. Well, yeah. Everybody's got your back, Chris, on the chat board and in this room. Yeah. Because that's disgusting yeah um cool man so that, that was that was my big i like that that's seething resentment yeah. today and uh it's worthy right yeah um do you have a resentment matt uh you know this this where's this 
desire for respect come from? Well, that is Do interesting. We all have it. Yeah, I have it. Yes, I have it in a big way right now. That is a good. That's good. And you when know? you were saying that, Chris, I was thinking like, oh yeah, we should explore that. I, I just I it, have yeah. it, and yeah, it drives me crazy. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. definitely affects my quality of life. Yeah, but I feel like I'm not getting respect. Yes, where does I, it? You know, I work and, so and, hard. Yep. To be recognized, and I, yep. you know, and you're just like, and isn't that where's that come from? Is that our mm, ego? Yes. Yeah, a lot of ego in there, right? Yes. Yes. And most people, because we're also egocentric, we only think of ourselves. Our whole entire worldview comes through our ego and ourselves. Right. It's hard to separate the two of why aren't I... Do you know who I am? It is a little bit of that syndrome, right? Sure. Do you know I who think, I am? I think, yeah. Do you know what I've done? Why aren't I getting respect? And it's a double-edged sword because yeah. in some circumstances, you also you don't want to a doormat you know true in sobriety yeah it's very easy to take the oh ron just said vampires and addicts have a lot in common i think vampires are addicts ron (laughs) okay they're addicted to sweet sweet human blood that's right um but you you know what i'm saying yeah no i I completely hear you i think there have been times in my recovery where i might have gone a little too far on the other side like been a doormat just happy to be here syndrome yeah where it's like i deserve you haven't stood up to your for yourself i deserve everything that befalls me yeah and you know to beat yourself up grateful Mm -hmm. to have the basic fundaments of life you know and i don't know yeah so and a lot of this comes in our jobs and our work sure for us three right right uh and it's it it is all all everybody i think in any profession you know i don't know anybody working right now who isn't in some way, shape, or form, like yeah, has your ego wanting. in that? Yes, I, and I think there's a difference between I don't know, and I, I don't know. I get to a point where you get to a point where you expect respect, right? And and like just deference, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I did a lot of work to get over that in yeah. terms of my creative um, self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I sort of re- developed it again in the recovery sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been doing work to get rid of that again. You know, sort of like built this, you know, thing. And I just... uh you know, that's why I sort of checked out of a lot of social media for the most part, and I'm just sort of now tip, dipping my toes back into uh, Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't, it, you were finding that you weren't getting respect out of it, or weren't? No, and it was be a lot. I no, think. I think I get plenty, much. Or, you know, yeah. as, as much as you get as the respect you give, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, that makes uh, sense. But, you know, my challenge is always wanting, I don't know. I mean, there are specifics to it, but I was I was getting my ugly tendencies were were cropping up again in terms of like um, I guess what I expected in the social recovery sphere or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I just realized, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, what I truly enjoy is doing our thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the part I enjoy, and. Uh, but you, and I also think, in many ways, people 
are so clueless to the whole nobody's nobody's we take things very personally i think Mm -hmm. and and the people who are doing them don't have a fucking clue like you're not respecting me and they on it it almost would suppose that they are purposely not respecting you or they've made a conscious decision not to respect you right and that's couldn't be further from the truth they're wrapped up in whatever they're wrapped up in and has nothing to do with you right Right. that's that's as tough even respect is maybe the wrong word you know but but i I do know what you're talking about you work hard it's a recognition person yes and to be kind and deferential Mm -hmm. and supportive you know of others Mm -hmm. and like that's so that's such a big part of how i'm able to sleep at night is how i yeah regard those around yeah yeah and so you just but but I think you start to want that yeah. back from others. Yeah. And you know? and professionally, I think that's what good culture jobs is. There is a certain expectation that if you work at a company that's a good company, yeah. they have this and this and this and you should feel that way, mm-hmm. right? And so I you, I can't see that causing resentment or causing like yeah, and at this point your career it's like you I feel that way. I've yeah. I've I've been around the block a lot of, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, so, there's, and there's professional, and there's yeah. also yeah in the social space. Yeah, definitely in social media, and just mm-hmm. even when you're anonymous amongst humanity, mm-hmm. you know, walking through the grocery store or whatever. Right. Uh, I think that I don't know. I don't know. I would. I would hope that I would become more tolerant as part of my effort to be to be that project more positivity. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think I have ways to go with my tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I think we all do I suffer fools oh yeah you know that's funny so I, I had an interesting conversation with that writer I'm gonna hook you up with yeah we didn't talk about that I know Jeff texted me today and said I want to talk to you about a writer yeah. and then we never talked about but we talked we talked about because first talking, I want to say this okay go ahead I am a cop and you will respect my authority <laughs> I missed it <laughs> all right we both missed all it all right it was just Cartman. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. For the listeners. Respect my authority? Yeah. Respect my authority. And the conversation was, we were talking about the, we, he's helping me with the work on the on my brand, the Hellraiser brand, but it was more of a, we delved into a conversation about creativity and recovery. And this... Is he in recovery? He's not, but he, since he's working out, he's been drinking less. And he was he was basically saying that between drugs and sleep deprivation that he could get his his writing to a point where he could turn off his inner critic and that's what alcohol or drugs sometimes mm-hmm. did for people in creativity they just it allowed you to turn off this thing mm-hmm. that kept telling you how shitty your work was in the moment as mm-hmm. you're creating and as we've talked about that talked to people in mm-hmm. you know getting sober and writing and being creative and that voice of the inner critic how he had found that this my product was just kind of did the same thing because you're in a different mind space and you could create and turn that off while you're and i just thought that was interesting not about my product specifically but about creating in recovery and it just sort of started talking about how when you get sober that you have to figure out how to deal with that voice that yeah. tells you you need to be respected your sh- your work's not shit it's all comes from a a egomania with an inferiority complex sure. and it's i'm not being respected and on the flip side of that it's like oh what i'm writing isn't good and it's just this voice right mm. a lot of it is your, your inner dialogue and it leads to all these resentments and everything but 
I just thought I thought it's a lot of what we are, are deal with. You know what I'm saying? I and, would like and, to. I mm-hmm. would tell that young writer just work faster. <laughs> well, honestly, that, that's, well, that's interesting. That's how I beat the inner critic. You just go for it. I just go start writing. Get it out as quickly mm-hmm. as Ooh, I that's can. Good because I will outpace my ability to critique my own work. Ooh, I like that. And you that. guys know, like, Chris, I'm sure when you're designing something, something that you just do intuitively without f- f- forethought and planning, mm-hmm. sometimes it'll just be a stroke and you'll do it and you'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Right. You didn't have time to presuppose it or analyze it. Right. Just You did it and then you could yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And if I can um, run out ahead and get something done, then it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's good. I like that. I like that advice. Well, and also, I mean, a lot of great creativity is just volume. Yeah, I mean, it's just because it's it's because you've produced volume, and so there's the really good thing is in there. Yep. Right. Yeah. Volume and input, yeah. right. like you know, the best thing writers can do is read. Yeah. And artists can expose themselves. Yeah. It's just it's garbage in, garbage out. You know. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to put good stuff in your mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh gosh, that, I feel like the chat room tonight is uh, and just pearls of wisdom yeah. falling out of their mouths left and right, or out of their fingertips, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the chat room. I'm going to tell you for those that that aren't uh, listening live, you got to come listen live sometime. Um. Sorry, just looking at the chat room. All sorts of stuff. The dumpster fire we see in the media. There's a lot going on in the world right now, guys. And it, ain't, it, isn't, it isn't good. It isn't good, is it? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's not great. No. Not great. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Resentments, self-esteem, yeah. ego. Yeah, all those things. Inner Control critic. freak, inner critic. Yeah. Control freak. Control freak. Yeah. That's another thing. I think that's a big, the surrender moment that, you know, on a daily basis too. I, I think I can control things. Mostly my kids and my family. That's not happening. Yeah. I can't control my kids. That fucking drives me crazy. And you try, you know, like, that's just, that's a daily struggle to remind yourself it's not happening and don't get yourself crazy about that. Oh. Yeah. I think, uh, so I was sharing with my mom that whole, like, yeah, I had a few hours to myself and I, I wasn't able to let go and I, I didn't know what to do with myself. And yeah. she, she sends me these readings every morning, emails from Hazelden. It's like the reading yeah. of the day. And then she'll annotate them with a little bit of personal wisdom. And she's deep in the program. Yeah. She's like sensei level, you know, black yeah. belt sober. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was said, uh, it's control. You're yeah. trying to control outcomes. Yeah. Everyone is fine. Don't worry about them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. leave them to their own devices. Just worry about yourself. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do, though. It's really hard to do. It's hard to do at work and with your closest relationships. Yeah. It's really hard not to want to control To micromanage outcomes. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas, Nicholas Dean Beck. Hey. Hey. Anybody who goes to the chat room can see it. Right, right that's true. Did I, is that a faux pas? No, I don't know. I'm just reading words. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Um, 
Yeah. She needs, yeah, your mom needs to write a book. Kathyisms? Yeah. yeah. You know, she, what she would say is that she's a cover artist, that everything she says, huh. she heard someone else say. That's yeah. true. Um, but, she, but, but to compile that, and curate that, li- and say it. And she listens to this podcast. Does so, she? Mom? Hmm. Yeah, I've always wanted her to come on the show. She, she is like, talk about living in the, as again, as she would say, living in the center of the boat. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she is like. In the center center. Soaking in. Yeah sobriety and yeah. the gifts of doing it the way you're but there's, supposed to do there's it, some you know? so for the 12 step way the 12 step way yeah and right. absolutely and yeah. she's content she's more than content not the foot fist do you, way do you not think the she... foot fist way and okay. he, i would say that she <laughs> is content she um yeah a lot of tumult and a lot of unpredictability in her life mm-hmm. and uh some real challenges and yeah her shit is bulletproof man it's crazy. She's like single-handedly just, yeah, she, yeah. she is like a load-bearing pillar in my <laughs> giant family hmm. by being sober AF yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. And you know what? And I couldn't do it the way she does it. Yeah. I and, couldn't do it the way she does it because I'm different, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, my dad's in recovery too. Yeah. He doesn't do it the way she does it. No. But, but it sounds like she's got it. It's like she's let let go of the cynical. You know what I'm saying? There's a cynicism that she doesn't have. Yeah. That you we. Oh no, she's like you know wide eyed acceptance of everything, and she sponsors a bunch of women. And yeah, anytime I'm visiting my parents, I'm always in awe of my mom's patience. Yeah. And you know, she's like, "Oh, it's my sponsee. I got to talk." And you know, she's just getting blasted with crazy. <laughs> Like, well, I just told her this and this. I'm like, that's all good wisdom. Yeah. But that's awesome. It, there's the ability to listen to yourself, too. I give great fucking advice. But, <laughs> I'm an it, awesome sponsor. Yeah, I give awesome to, advice. Putting it to use. Yeah. Has she ever listened live, your mom? Uh, no, I don't think so. Right, no, she does. I, my, actually, it's a couple of my, my sister listens, too, and she's not even sober. <laughs> Who? My sister. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Did yeah. she listen so with she, a nice yeah. stiff yeah. drink? Well, she's pregnant now. Oh, so, so she's not drinking. Not drink. And she's not a drinker anyway. Yeah. But yeah, she would be like, uh, somebody asked how much sobriety my mom has. Mom's got about, I want to say, eight years. Okay. Yeah, mom and dad got sober on the same day. Did they really? Yeah, they did. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they just looked at each other like, this is not working. Uh, yeah, just, just eight, which isn't that much. But they both got sober mm-hmm. in their 60s. Or mom in her fifties. It's pretty good. 60s, yeah, yeah, no, and, it's uh, that's a good run. Well, yeah, and they had more, you know, hours logged than any of us. Yeah, for sure. You know, forty hours on the job. Yeah, or forty. I'm sorry. Did I say hours? Years. Years. Right. Forty years. Years of drinking. Yeah, that's wild. Turning that, flipping that switch. Yeah. You know. What was your mom's? What, like, what kind of drunks were they? Uh, Do you remember this growing up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mom <laughs> was wine. Okay, and and there were some benzodiazepines too, you know. But is that was, speed? No, that's no. downer. Like downers. Uh, not what's it? Ativan. Ativan. Yeah, she took Ativan. Okay, um, but just drinking, mm-hmm. drinking, you know. Yeah. And my they're, they're pretty high bottom, but uh, yeah, wine. Yeah, I mean, I I had girl. I remember it was it wasn't a disruptive thing. But yeah, I remember girlfriends being like. Your mom drank that whole bottle of wine, yeah, like in an hour. Yeah, like, yep, that's that's my girl. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, I was actually sober when my parents got sober, and then I wasn't. (laughs) But you know, 
It's another story for another day. So, there you yeah. go. Go to and dad was uh, dad was uh, vodka all the way. Vodka guy, yeah, scotch, mm. vodka. Well, yeah. I mean, tell you know, listen live sometime and yeah, call on in. Yeah, I'd love it. That I'd would love it. Awesome. She would yeah. love it. Hey, Skype congratulations, in. Paul. Congratulations. Nine years. Congratulations, Paul. Yeah. Nine good. years. That's, that's awesome. That is a good run. I celebrated nine years this past Sunday. That is terrific. It's all, it's all impressive. It is. To me, man. Yeah. I mean, it, anytime's impressive. It, yeah. The, the, like one year yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, one day, I'm pretty sure when I, I it's hard to remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure when I was done with the first day, I was like, "That's I did it! Yeah. I did it!" Oh, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. yeah, or falling asleep the first time, like yeah. without intoxicants in yeah. my system, I was like <laughs> ready to, like, it is possible. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, conceptually, couldn't get my head around not drinking for a whole year when I first got into the program. Like, there's, I just couldn't. Like, I guess it's possible. People are saying that it's possible. I don't know if yeah. I believe really. And then I just thought like people that had a lot of time, like, Oh, you're not really an alcoholic. Yeah. I didn't believe anyone when I first got there. I was like, eh, I just I, didn't. Nah. The best advice I got in the program that I hated so much was that one day at a time. Like uh, yeah. when people would tell me, mm. oh, yeah. can you stay sober to the end of this meeting? Yeah. All right. When this meeting's over, think about staying sober until dinner. And then after dinner, try yeah. to stay sober until bedtime. And I'm like, oh, okay. I can do, like, break it into bite-sized chunks. Yeah. And I still use that just for dealing with life. Like, when I get anxious and overwhelmed, yeah, I slow shit down. Just be like, all right, right now, what do I have to do? I have to get home from Trader Joe's. Right. And I have to unload the car. Yeah. And I have to walk my dog. And then I, I like, I can handle all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can handle all that. Yeah. But I can't handle widescreen long-term no isn't that funny it is it is the next syndicated thing that or whatever that is just do the next thing in front of you i've been doing that a lot lately too and it's it is like the don't drink and do the dishes is that saying but that's I've what that means right? that. yeah and don't it's just drink that, and do the dishes that's this that. like something from for the wives yeah but that's what it means it's like wives. do do the thing that's in front of you the wives when you get overwhelmed it's like totally all i have to do is what am i doing right now what do I need to do right this moment? And this, as opposed to that, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you do, man. That's crazy. That's good. You're pre- you get that, Matt. Well, it's like the big thing. All of us kind of mm-hmm. get that. Sometimes yeah. you just pump the brakes and, yeah. and slow it down. Right. I mean that I give that advice to my partner sometimes. Yeah. She stresses out. I'm like, yeah, let's slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. CTFO, yo. CT. Chill yeah. the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. You know, just like, hey, <laughs> chop wood, carry water, as James says. Ooh, that's a yeah, good one. And I don't know what it means, but I like it. I do, too. I'm going to say that. I don't know what that is, though. That I mean, I know there are people that genuinely don't have a problem just handling business. Yeah. Just handling their biz. You're right. Don't, the, don't, don't even think about it. Just yeah. do shit. Yeah. No, I can't. But not even like in a in a, in a... In a conscious way, like uh, even not even the people that are like, I get shit done. Yeah. Just people that just do shit. Just right. like, this is living. I'm doing it. Yeah. I don't, what? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Um, I'm get on the gonna get on the phone with the 
with but, Amarin, and then I'm going to go to the bank. And but both those things fuck terrify that. me. I know. Fuck terrify that. Me. This week, I had three <laughs> phone calls I had to make re- yeah. regarding our house, our oh, home. Yeah. I'm nervous for you. And, I don't even know what they are. And I'm just like, whew. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, is I, it a call to Amarin or something? No, or call, but just like, like shit like that. Was, it, was, it was yeah. like our hot water heater was yeah. having issues, our plumbing was having issues, and our garage door was having no issues. Good. No good. So for me, it's like... <laughs> In, in a sense, it's like, well, okay, I can't call them all three at once, you know, so it's like, that's a relief, you know, it's like, so I just have to start call one. Yeah. I'm like, and and leading up to that, yeah. it's almost like jumping off a high dive, because I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna call that first call. I'm going to call these motherfuckers. And, and like, oh, because man, then tough. you have to schedule it, and yeah. you have to figure out when yeah. each one's going to come, and not when you... <laughs> And Preach. all of that, I think, just getting Preach. getting through to a human being on a fucking phone is True. hard anymore, yeah. right? Oh, but like that's yeah. just terrifying. Oh, dude, Chris, I feel you. But all that shit just completely immobilizes me some half the time. Absolutely confounds me. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, gosh. and it's weird. Yeah, I had to go get a couple of dents on my car looked at, yeah. and just the effort of, yeah. I mean, fuck, man, you might as well, yeah. but. <laughs> when they're like, hey, you know, I'm it, it, on the flip side, some hmm. things that would stress people out, I have no problem with. Mm-hmm. You know, you too, Chris, I'm sure. Yeah. Somebody was like, hey, design a book cover. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I can do that shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, by the way, you have to talk now in front of all these people. Right. I'll be like, fine, but... Yeah. After that, you have to go to the bank. What? Oh, that is funny. Yeah. That is funny. I don't get it. Well, I don't Yeah, I get wonder it. what that is. I, well, yeah, that's funny. Just well, like I have to renew our, our tags on one of our cars. Is it just dealing first, with humans? Is it well, dealing with people? No, with, no. no. It's just doing shit because here's the thing. One of the first things you have to do is get your property taxes. I'm literally sitting in the same room where yeah. our property taxes are. I'm yeah. like, right now, I'm turning over, looking over my shoulder. They're there. They're th- three feet away from me in a file. Getting going, opening that cabinet and getting them out of there. I'm like, okay, shit. I got to get the property taxes first. Anytime, yeah, I put it off. It's the weirdest fucking thing. I could literally do it by turning in the chair I'm in. Yeah, and it's I don't know what that is. But it just overwhelms. Is it overwhelming? Is Is it overwhelming feeling? Like I get over, you get overwhelmed. Uh, I I guess so. It's like a weird anxiety. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've gotten better. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I have to function as a human being. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I. Jeff, I know you remember. I don't yeah. know if Chris, you know, I mean, no. when I didn't renew my license plate, oh yeah, and ended up in jail. Yeah, I mean, I was just not paying. I didn't tickets. renew my license. Matt had I didn't like have a license for thousands five years. of dollars in tickets. Didn't oh, yeah. renew your license had, plate. Yeah, no, this was just I needed a little sticker on my license plate, and yeah. I got three tickets in three separate cities until <laughs> finally they had a warrant out for me, <laughs> and I had to go to three in one day. It was just like, and that was year. That was ten years ago. Yeah. I mean, now I. I take care of business. Right. Yeah, me too. Damn it. Is it hard? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was, it, I didn't have hard. a driver's license for five years. I had a car, no license. Just because yeah. you didn't want to go get a license. Because I just no. couldn't, couldn't handle going to get wow. a license. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But if somebody was like, oh, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I what? love it. I love it when people think I'm high functioning too. I get off on that when the people are like, "Man, you just you just can do it all." I'm like, "You don't knew not no, I'm not no at all anything." Nope. That's funny. It it must be a feeling of overwhelmingness. It must be a feeling of yeah. I don't know. I get it's it. I'm, just, we all have those things that are 
irrationally overwhelming. Yeah. Right? It is the press of life, and I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm trying to get it. I get it just enough to get through, man. But that's why I'm glad I have a strong partner who Mm. gets that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Yeah. That helps a lot. Because left to my own devices, who knows, man? It's interesting. I, I, I mean, I... I remember when I was flying solo, like I got a bunch of shit done in one day. The internet, being able to like pay bills online and do things in, without talking to people mm-hmm. impersonally and anonymously, like I can sign up for something, I could get car insurance, mm-hmm. I can pay for it, yeah. I can do all this. I don't need to see another person. Mm-hmm. I don't need to schedule anything. Yeah, it's just, been liberating. It's fantastic! Wow, man. it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. self, we, we've talked about this self checkout at the store yeah best invention of my lifetime oh interesting the fact it's people there's take, people I, take, I can take my shit glut, 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 put it in a bag get out mm. brilliant there must be something I with- like people yeah. <laughs> i don't get it man i don't That's get it funny. yeah ron it would take so long to do infinite chest an audiobook yeah, i'm sure it exists yeah an audiobook of what? Infinite Jest. Oh, that would be hilarious. I wonder who God who'd read that. Who who would be the reader? I can't imagine one voice that could pull that thing. Want to kill? Yeah. Yeah. And the, I don't know how you'd handle the footnotes personally. Yeah. Different voices. Yeah. Or an accent. <laughs> All the footnotes will be in a British accent. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right. Well, you know, I, I'm going to uh, for regular listeners, people in the chat room. Uh, I'm going to suggest this. I'm going to. I'm going to. One of these days, I am going to update some things. I'm going to change the site pretty soon in the coming year, okay. so that it's more focused just on the the podcast. That it has every episode on a site. In the meantime, though, I know we said we. Just know that if you ever want to call in, just say something in the chat room, um, and I'll open up the line. But uh, uh, until I get new. Uh, I think I'm going to do new, uh, speaking of our announcers at the top of the show, I'm going to, I'm going to do, redo the announcements because they're a little bit dated in terms of the language and uh, just explain that, you know, we'll have the Skype line open. So, you know, let us know if you want to call in kind of thing. Um, and that can be in advance too. You can say like, I want to call in next week kind of thing and we'll, oh, yeah. you know, just remind us. Um, sure. But uh, sometimes we just get going and I forget to say, hey, let us know if you want to call in. But, um, you know, that's what we're doing. Not booking guests. That might no. change again. I'll, I'll might, see if I can get Kathy G on here. But uh, let's see if my mom call in. That'd yeah, I enjoy just sitting around and bullshitting and watching the chat room and yeah, ham and um, egging it. Yeah, <laughs> with you cut ups. Yeah. Uh, it, good night, Nick, and welcome, yeah. Nicholas. Yeah, thanks for uh, to the new, new. Uh, I was gonna say faces, but new. Voices. Avatars, yeah. new avatars. <laughs> yeah, um, what's, what's Ben's avatar? I can't see it from here. It looks is that a uh, black hole of some kind? Wormhole? Yeah, donut. Can't tell. I think people were talking about Lawrence, Kansas, in the chat. They and, were the Portland oh, of cool. Kansas. It is. Kansas. It is the Portland. That's good. We are going to be in Kansas. Our product, the whole state. We signed a thanks. So we're really? coming. That's what in. they're saying in the chat room. Yeah, you signed it's a, a, a deal with Kansas. With Kansas. With the Republic of Kansas. If you can make it there. You can make, you can it, make anywhere, it anywhere, baby. So right. we're going to be in Kansas. Somewhere. Where did I just eat? And I said, do you have a non-alcoholic beer? And they're like, we have, uh, what's it called? Um, 
I don't know, like well-being or something. Yeah. I was just like, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You say, yeah. or something? Shut your mouth. Yeah. And I slapped him. <laughs> yeah. So give me your manager. That's Don't funny. you um, do that. It's an IRS. Okay. Very cool. But I forget where I was. Anyway. And I will I'll plug this, my last plug for this. I have not had a flu shot, but I drink a lot of you non-alcoholic son of a beer. Bitch. Get a flu and shot. I don't have a flu. That's so. true. I'm not I'm not putting those two together. <laughs> Go get a flu shot. But Are I you think... guys anti-vaxxers? Uh, no, no, no. I'm anti getting shots. I do know that three people I know got flu shots last week and they were all sick this week. Yeah. But th- I think the flu shot does make you a little sick, doesn't it? It does. Well, that's the idea. Right? It, it's, that's it's the, the idea active, behind anti. Yeah. Anti it just doesn't make yeah. sense. You inoculate to me. yourself with a little bit of the yeah. virus. You learn how to fight it, and then. But I don't like getting shots. Okay, so you're so out. You're out on shots. Addict. My fear of needles. Oh, it's a phobia. Might have saved my life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ew. Oh yeah. Do not. No bueno. Yeah. No bueno. Um, I can do a flu shot. I just have to go do it. Yeah. Pass so, out. Uh, plugs. You plugged? Did you plug? Well, I plugged. You did. I you plugged say it me, prevents yeah. the flu. Yeah. Great. It prevents, well, definitely pre- prevents the flu. Definitely, and probably other diseases. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any, and I drink a lot. So That's true. Yeah. Hail and hearty. <laughs> there you go. Reverses the aging process, too. Anecdotally, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you look great. Thanks, man. Yeah, Looking younger the, every day. Must be the world being. All right. Would you have anything to plug, Matt? No, not a damn thing. <laughs> you know, right. I'm going to plug what this. You plug? Uh, if you're listening, tell a friend. Uh, you know, wow. we yeah. spread it around. Not Why that, not? not that I. We would do this if one person listened. We really yep. would, or maybe no people. Especially if that one person was Ron, <laughs> <laughs> the mayor of Chattown. <laughs> um, but no, but we get you know we get letters and we get people saying you know that yeah. what it means what we do for for them and what it means to them and uh, you know those are the. Yeah, we do. We do it for one person, and we do it for all of you. Yep. Um, but we we are sort of like we hold steady at uh, at a listenership. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and it'd just be nice to to get some more exposure. Get some more. Get and some I'm more working people. on that. All right. Um, I like it. I do too. And uh, yeah, you know, we we're, we're a niche, and we appreciate that. And we're we're the sort of the I think we're the oddballs in the recovery space. Right. Yeah, in some ways, just because we're just three dudes sitting around in most spaces. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, maybe not. Maybe we're not as obvious. Our anyway, bi- our billboard on sixty four six four forty. Yeah, is uh, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. Whoever designed that? <laughs> what do I want to say? Do we have thanks? Do we want to thank anybody? Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I always forget, and I always mean to do this. I'm gonna, I'm going to work on this too in the coming year. It won't be a new season, just the coming year. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start now. Thank you to DJFM.com, yeah. as always. No, we've been good. We've, for our we've intros and outros. Thanks, um, And uh, yeah, give us a rating on iTunes. Why not? If you haven't yet. Why not? And uh, let's be safe out there. Yeah, exactly. Sharing is caring. Um, That's right. Take care, everyone. We'll be back, ne- we'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, okay. we'll be back next week. It's not, not Christmas. Unless you know yeah. something I don't. No, nah, we'll be back. Wait. What do we mean we pop off on SoundCloud? Ben. Ben was like... I mean, I know what pop off means, but I feel like... uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Something to think about this week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. No, I I know popping off is a good thing. No, but... We'll talk about this later. We get a lot, but not nearly as many as some other shows.
been another clean and sober intervention.